This podcast brought to you by BaseCrete, leaders in waterproof bond coatings for the swimming pool and construction industry. I feel like a good starting point for this conversation, all right, is why don't you give me a little bit of bio about how you got started designing and building luxury and ground pools back in the day? Okay, so in 2000, 2000, 2002, kind of when we were transitioning and and starting to get into major remodel work with my service company, I really, I had a mentor who taught me kind of what he knew, uh, but he was pretty limited even in what he knew. And so I just found myself, I I tend to be an information junkie, uh, and so I found myself just looking and looking and looking and searching and in 2006 is when I found Genesis. And so I dove, you know, headfirst into Genesis. And I was traveling all over the country taking the Genesis classes. And that was really kind of the foundation for everything. Uh, and then just kept getting deeper and deeper into my, my Genesis education, getting to know the instructors, you know, just immersing myself into learning everything that I could about pool construction. And then when Dave Peterson and uh, and Bill Drakeley uh, decided to split off and form Watershape University, they were two of the most influential people in my educational career. And so it was just pretty much, it, it was just a natural for me to transition over with them. And I'm just so excited with, you know, there's a lot of things that you guys aren't seeing yet uh, that I know are coming um, within the Watershape brand and and the offerings and that, and so I'm excited about all of that, but even just everything that's going on right now, uh, it's just, I I love Dave and Bill's vision for uh, the industry and that, and so I'm just happy to be a part and, and be a contributing uh, professor, I guess you call us, uh, uh, but but just uh, just to be able to teach and 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 continue to give back to the industry because those guys gave so much to me, I, I just want to pay it forward. Outstanding. Can I ask you some questions uh, pertaining to the split from Genesis and Watership? Would you be okay with that? Sure. Okay. So some of the perception in the industry is that they don't know the distinction between the Genesis program and the Watershape University. Some think that it's actually the same thing. Some people think that you actually still work for both. Can you shed a little light on that so that I can offer a little bit of clarity to perhaps people in the pool industry that don't know the distinction between the two programs? Yeah. um, We had a discussion on Facebook about this uh, not too long ago. Uh, And both programs were founded on the same principles. Uh, and that principle is elevation of the pool construction side of the industry. So Watershape University split off, um, and and I'm not exactly sure all of the reasons behind that, but I think Dave and Bill, just with, with everything going on, uh, just decided that they had a vision um, for what they wanted education to be, and decided that they thought that they could do uh, a great job with it on their own. Uh, and so they broke away and uh, and have created Watershape University. So it is a completely separate system. Um, there are similar overlapping classes. Uh, and so I always just encourage everybody to 
read the bios and see which fits your needs the best. The, the instructors at Watershape, they're the guys in the field. Uh, you know, Bill Drakeley sits on the American Shot Crate Association board, and, and so he's literally helping to write the codes for Shotcrete in the country. Dave Peterson um, is involved in the World Aquatic Health Conference and has been involved here in California with, you know, shaping some of the uh, some of the codes in the uh, in the California Building Code. So, um, you know, I, I just look at the the instructors that Watershape has, and they're they're the people on the front lines actually writing the codes in there. Uh, for, for me, that was why it was just a natural for me to come over. Um, but they, there are slight differences in their programs. You know, there are a few teachers that actually cross over and teach for both organizations. And and the one one of the other things that I really like about Watership University is the accreditation. The way they uh, give out their accreditations. Um, you can earn your initial accreditations a lot more quickly. Uh, and it's a lot simpler to get your initial accreditation uh, as opposed with the Genesis program. You have to get through, you know, it, it's almost like you have to get all the way to your to your master's degree before you ever get any recognition. Whereas Watershape University, you know, you have your associates and then your bachelor's and then your master's and then your PhD. Uh, so it's broken down a little bit more like that. So um, I really like that part of it as well. But as far as the, the programs, you know, there are some, some overlap in the programs. So is that helpful? Um, yeah, yeah, certainly. I mean, uh, that does uh, shed a lot of light on the subject. You've got extensive experience working on a lot of the most cutting-edge projects in the world, and now you're functioning as a, as a mentor, helping other builders learn some advanced techniques that they can apply on their own projects with Watershape University. What's that transition been like for you from, you know, just being on the front lines of being a pool builder every day to, you know, coaching other people and, and showing them the ropes? You know, it's, I couldn't have gotten to where I am without people doing the same thing for me. You know, the, one of the first people that I met within Genesis was Randy Beard, um, who's since retired here in Southern California for, you know, decades. And um, even though we were in the same market, I would uh, I would go down and ride along with Randy. And so for me, just that rhythm of taking time out to learn on my own, uh, and I still do that kind of thing. Uh, and so now it's, it, it, you know, it is kind of interesting because I've kind of transitioned to being more the mentor and more helping. Uh, but that rhythm has always been established, um, you know, since the very beginning of my career, being able to carve out time, um, you know, for learning or now for giving back. Sure, sure. You've gotten to work with some of the best names in the industry. I mean, I'm talking Jimmy Reed, Shane LeBlanc, I mean, Randy Beard, real big names in the industry. Who are some of the designers that inspire you today that possibly nobody's ever heard of? Um, so much of our work is actually not even designed by pool designers, which is it's really an intriguing process because a lot of a lot of the plans that we get, um, the actual design and layout of the pool is already defined, you know, kind of by the primary architect. 
the uh, and so our job is simply to come in and figure out how to make everything work. So we we interviewed um, you know Paul McLean from McLean Design, uh, a house designer. Uh, so we interviewed him on the Ask the Master podcast, and I really really love that. So my the, the the people that I enjoy working with um, uh, are primarily you know home architects, uh, but there's there's so many good people across the country. Um, I think Jason Brownlee is really, uh, you know, he's doing some amazing, amazing projects. You know, uh, now that Johnny Nalepa, I don't remember, I, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, uh, has teamed up with Shane LeBlanc. Uh, I'm really intrigued to see some of the stuff that they're going to be. You know, Andy over at Aquatic Consultants uh, down in South Beach, Miami, um, you know, they have always been real kind of cutting edge on on some of the things that they've built. There's a guy, Randy, Randy Angel out of Texas. Uh, and probably, you know, um, the stuff that Ben Lasseter uh, and Design Ecology um, mm-hmm. out of Austin, just some of their stuff is, is incredible. And, and probably what I think is the top builder in the world, uh, definitely in the country, if not the world right now, Rick Chafee from Red Rocks, Uh, you know, I mean, uh, he and I, you know, we run Ask the Masters together, but I'm constantly, even to this day, reaching out to him with, you know, hey, I'm having this little issue or on that, and uh, just some of the things that he has done, um, it it just, you know, he's definitely on the very bleeding edge of design and and everything within the industry just just pushing the limits as hard and as far as they can be pushed mm-hmm. speaking of being on the leading edge of design that's another thing that i wanted to talk to you about is why should uh aspiring pool designers pool builders consider watershape uh university as a means to continuing their education yeah so talking specifically on the design side, um, you know, I, I my firm doesn't actually do design. We do hydraulic design in that, but we don't actually design pools. Um, mm-hmm. I'm too mathematical, uh, so my stuff always comes out looking like a, you know, like a cat drawing, um, mm-hmm. you know, like a, like Legos. Um, I love figuring out how to make things work. Uh, but one of the biggest benefits that I have found, um, uh, and again, speaking as a non-designer, um, I can interface with design professionals, and I understand why, you know, uh, a certain wall has to be in a certain place. And, you know, sometimes if you move, uh, you know, uh, the, the wall of the spa, um, if it moves over three inches, uh, you know, for some reason in the field, um, you know, many pool builders would be like, oh, yeah, just slide the whole spot over three inches. It's not going to make any big difference. Uh, but from a design perspective, that may, that, that, that wall may have aligned with many other elements throughout the entire project. Um, and, and so oftentimes, uh, you know, the beginning stages of pool construction get very stressful, uh, you know, setting forms and, and, you know, coordinating the excavator and the steel guys and all of that and making sure everything gets done, um, you know, quickly. Uh, 
sometimes some of the details get overlooked or, or snap decisions are made in the field. And um, I am very sensitive to the design process. Because I've taken so many design classes in my career, I'm not as likely to make a decision in the field without first interfacing with the designer and making sure that that decision is not impacting other things down the road. So um, for me, it's it's not only given me a sensitivity to um, understanding the design process, uh, but it's also given me language so that I can um, speak with designers and, and interface with them. That's been the invaluable part, um, is, has been the ability to communicate with them on on a similar playing field. You know, in, in pool builders and designers, there's a, there's a very tenuous relationship there um, because pool builders tend to not pay that close attention to the design intent of the design. Well, that's really um, what I'm. That's really what I'm getting to. Um, I know it's not a design program per se, but I think it would benefit pool designers, some of the top pool designers in the country, to actually take this program and learn the construction side. Because to me, it's like a race car driver not knowing how the race car works. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and that's why I love the programs is because you get both sides. Um, right. You know, you have to take some design classes, um, you know, elements of design and color theory and, um, you know, those kind of classes, which are much more from a design perspective. Um, you know, my wife won't let me pick out the color of the peanut butter and jelly, um, right. you know, because I'm so inept at that, but I can understand it. And, and so um, it's it creates a more well-rounded um, individual. So from a design perspective, if you're coming in, you know, it's important for you to know, um, you know, that like an infinity edge basin has to be, you know, so deep. Uh, you know, you can't design an infinity edge basin that's nine inches deep um, without having a surge tank and, and things like that. So understanding both sides of it, I think it not only makes better pool builders to understand the design side, but you know, conversely, it makes design professionals better designers because they understand some of the limitations in the field of construction. Thanks so much for that, Dave. What are some of the uh, exciting new design trends that you are trying to incorporate in your own projects these days? I think we're seeing a lot more of the acrylic um, really coming in and and maturing. Um, I think acrylic panels, you know, they've been around um, and, and kind of a hot ticket for, I don't know, five, six, seven years now. Um, but I think we're starting to see the design professionals really starting to understand where an acrylic panel is going to be the most um, successful and where it's going to have the most design impact. Um, you know, we're uh, we're involved with one with a uh, a glass floor. We've, we've got a pool in a basement, um, and then immediately above that is a glass panel floor reflecting pool. Uh, and so essentially, it's acting like uh, you know a 15 by 30 skylight uh, immediately above the basement pool. So you're 
you're able to get that natural light down into this hole in the ground, um, which really, uh, you know, it, it it makes that space so much more inviting. So you're starting to see architects really delve into that a lot more. And then I just think water features are really kind of being implemented in in so many projects. You know, just just implementing water all over properties. Uh, so, you know, you're not just doing, you know, your typical pool and spa in the backyard. You know, you may have a little water wall by the front entry and, you know, a little fountain. You've always had your kind of simple fountains that you can go to the masonry supply house and purchase. Uh, but I think you're starting to see a lot more um, designs that have to be custom uh, uh, coming into place and, and coming down into more traditional residential type projects uh, where they were, you know, previously, you know, really limited to kind of the higher end, more expensive type projects. Yeah, uh, we're doing a ton of like um, rooftop stuff um, where, uh, you know, pool is is on top of the, the living space uh, and that creates create some challenges just with trying to get the water uh, up to the roof. You know, oftentimes the uh, equipment rooms are down below the pool. Uh, so some of those kind of things and then all the waterproofing challenges that come with that. So many of these, you know, you're you're over an art gallery or something like that and you've got, you know, multi-million dollar um, living spaces below the pool. And so it, it becomes hypercritical to make sure everything's waterproofed. Thanks for joining us today. That was Dave Penton, recognized industry leader, Fluid Dynamics Pool and Spa, also consultant with Watershapes University, and one of the primary hosts of Ask the Masters, another fantastic podcast you should go check out. Make sure you subscribe to us both. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Pool Magazine Podcast.